Hey everyone, welcome to week three of our Sabbath practice. And today we want to talk about Sabbath being a form of resistance. And so we're going to dive right in. If you have your Bible, let's turn to Genesis chapter 2 together. Beginning in verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Let's take a second and let that sink in. That God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, he himself rested. And in doing so, he built into creation this rhythm of six days of work, labor, and creating, and then on the seventh day, rest, delight, satisfaction in all that he had made. You know, oftentimes when I talk to people about this idea of making Sabbath a weekly rhythm and practice in their life, I usually receive a response, something similar to, you know, the idea of Sabbath, it sounds great, but I'm just so busy right now and God rested. Or another common response that I get is, you know, maybe one day I can get to the place where I can practice Sabbath, but Work is just super crazy right now, and I'm in the middle of this big project, and God, after finishing the project of creating the entire cosmos, rested. And he set the example for us to follow. But the truth is that for many of us, instead of engaging in this beautiful gift from our Creator that is the practice of Sabbath, rather we adopt the cultural practice of more. This narrative that says things like, If you could just put in a few more hours at work, then that promotion that you're entitled to is surely right around the corner. Or if you made just a little bit more money, think about how much easier your life would be for you and your family. Or if your house was just a little bit bigger, or if your car just a tad newer, or your body just a bit thinner, and the list goes on and on and on. We live in a society that functions by indexing our hearts daily towards more. And so when God invites us into the gift of Sabbath, it's not only a day into rest, delight, and worship, but it's also a powerful act of resistance and defiance against this constant desire for accomplishment and accumulation. So for the next few minutes, I want to look at the actual Sabbath commandments in Scripture And I want to explore this idea of Sabbath being an act of resistance. The first time that we see the Sabbath command in Scripture is in Exodus chapter 20. And this is the first time that Moses gives the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel. And so let's read this actual commandment together, starting in chapter 20 of Exodus, verse 8. It says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, 
but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. This command revolves around the creation story that we read a few moments ago in Genesis 2. And we see that this commandment actually has two parts to it. The first being that for six days you shall labor and do work. We see that work isn't a bad thing. It's just not the thing. And for some of us, maybe that's the portion of Sabbath and the commandment that we need to focus on, that for six days we are to work and to create and to labor. But then the second part of the command is that on the seventh day we are to rest. And the focus here is on this work-rest rhythm that God instituted at the beginning of creation. But the Sabbath commandment is actually given to the people of Israel a second time. So if you will, turn with me a few pages to the right, to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 5. And just to give a little bit of context, Moses is now passing down the Ten Commandments to the second generation of Israel out of Exodus, out of slavery in Egypt. And so this audience, they wouldn't have been alive during Pharaoh's oppression back in Egypt. And so this Sabbath command that he gives to this generation is almost identical to the one that he gave to their parents that we just read in Exodus, but with a few tweaks. And so let's read this version of the Sabbath commandment, starting in verse 12. It reads, Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns, so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. The first slight change that we see here is in that opening line. Instead of remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, this time it says observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And that word observe can also be translated to celebrate. So think how we celebrate or observe a day like Thanksgiving or Christmas, a holiday or a holy day. And then the next difference that we see in this version of the command, um, this time it ends by saying, Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. And so just to compare, the Sabbath command that was given in Exodus is an invitation to delight in God and his world and all that is good. But here in Deuteronomy, it's a warning never to go back to Egypt again. In Exodus, the command is grounded around the rhythm of the creation story. Here in Deuteronomy, it's grounded in redemption. In Exodus, the Sabbath is this life-giving art form that we tap into for soul and society, health and flourishing. Here in Deuteronomy, it's a protest against Egypt and its empire. And if you're familiar with the story of Scripture and specifically Israel's time in Egypt in slavery, they were literally worked to death by building Pharaoh's empire. It was an empire of more that was never satisfied constantly seeking to be bigger and better than it was the day before. And so God commands the Sabbath to his people as a way to remind them not to return to that way of life that they experienced in Egypt, reminding them that rest is a byproduct of freedom. It's a gift. 
but also as a way to warn against themselves becoming slave masters as they try to build their own empire of more. And you know, I would argue that Pharaoh and Egypt are both still very much alive and well today. Our nation that we, we love and we appreciate has a lot of similarities to that of Egypt and its empire. We work more than any other nation has in history. We have more than anybody has ever had, but yet we're more unhappy than ever before. And even with all of our technological advancements and our systems that make us more productive, or so we're told, we're never satisfied with what we have. We're constantly yearning for just a little bit more. And so what if we, as followers of Jesus, had a day set aside once a week, a holiday, a holy day, that was not just designed for rest, delight, and worship, yes, those things, but also as a way to draw a line in the sand to say, enough is enough. I don't need to work more hours. I don't need to move up in the company. I don't need another bonus or a commission. I don't need to get the perfect test score or another stamp on my passport or to buy the latest iPhone or another pair of running shoes. I don't need to earn my father's love. I have nothing to prove because my identity does not come from my GPA or how young I am or how many sports my kids are involved in. Rather, my identity is found in being a son and a daughter of the living God who delivered his people out of Egypt, out of slavery, and provided for their every need by the work of his own hand. And so in closing, Sabbath is an invitation into a day to have enough. It's a day to practice gratitude, not entitlement. A day to practice contentment rather than discontentment. It's a day to celebrate and thank God for all that we have and not even let our mind drift to the things that we don't have or that we're yearning for more. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God has brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. This week, as we enter into our Sabbath day, a day of rest and of delight, we're going to practice making it a day filled with gratitude and thankfulness to the Lord our God. 